All right, beautiful people, here we go. I am spending some time this week chatting with you about some of my most important leadership lessons that I have learned this year. 2021 has proven to be, quite honestly, one of my most challenging years personally and professionally, but I know that the beauty we can get from those hard years is reflecting, learning, growing, and coming out of those years stronger and with more intention for the next year. So I have a feeling that some of these lessons or reminders, maybe, maybe they're things I've known all along, but have been brutally reminded about will resonate with each of you. I hope it does. I hope that it brings you joy and peace and connection and just all of the beauty that this season can bring. And as we get ready to jump into 2022 together, I am just want to take a moment to say thank you. Thanks for being part of this journey. And I look forward to growing and learning with you. And here is this episode of Leadership Lessons from 2021. Hope that you enjoy. Happy Thursday, everyone. Okay, so it is December 23rd at the time of this recording, just a few days before Christmas and the holiday and the new year. And as I'm sitting here procrastinating all of the things I should be doing for the holiday season, yeah, I have a ton of gifts to wrap and things to do and get ready, but you know, there's still time for that. <laughs> no, really, I'm sitting here thinking about this year, 2021, and what it has brought for so many of us, and what are some of the lessons that we maybe have had an opportunity to learn, to reflect on, to grow from. And so as I think of my own leadership journey and this year, honoring the many hard parts about this year, personally, professionally, and really just taking some time to intentionally reflect on those lessons, which will lead me into next podcast episode on the actions we can take from those lessons. But today, I first just want to spend some time talking about some lessons that I've learned in my leadership journey this year, and maybe that will connect with some of you. Maybe some of you will be nodding your head going, oh my goodness, me too. Or maybe some will be like, eh, not so much this, but maybe this. But also to just invite you to take advantage of some time. I encourage you to just go for a walk or drive to a place that you can have some quiet and reflect and write down some of the things that you've learned this year, some of the lessons that you've learned, good, bad, whatever. Don't spend a ton of time overanalyzing that, but just just take some time to reflect on that. I think you'll find it's a powerful activity and hopefully it will launch you into 2022 with some perspective and maybe some intentionality like it has done for me. So I literally just have 10 really quick things that I want to talk to you about and share with you from my journey this year. I know that coming off of just all of the hard things that 2020 has brought us and I really came into 2021 with a very different mindset. I kind of expected 2021 to be a little bit easier than 2020 and I'm chuckling because it's been anything 
lot easier, but there's been a lot of good and a lot of positive growth and opportunities from that as well. So I'm just going to roll with it. So the very first thing that I've learned this year is there is always more to the story. So as leaders, we often hear pieces and parts or different things to the story, and we need to show up as leaders to do our best to serve our people. And sometimes that means we are able to share all of the pieces and parts and all of the story. And sometimes it means that we can't. I can think of so many times, whether it has been as a mom or a friend or a colleague or an educational leader or leading in our wellness business, whatever that is, where there's more to somebody's story and working through some of the tricky situations that I may not be aware of that might be part of their why that maybe I am aware of, but I can't share with the other people that it's impacting. And I know that that is sometimes hard. And so oftentimes when we're in these situations, particularly when it's challenging, I always try to give myself some perspective and to be like, okay, there's probably more to the story that I don't know about. There's probably reasons that maybe I don't have the privilege or even the reasoning to know about. And so trying to take that into consideration, it's really easy, I think, that as leaders, we can often judge, I guess, for lack of a better word, how other people are handling something or how we perceive they're handling it, or maybe their lack of handling something. I know that that's often a frustration of mine personally, that I will sometimes look at people and analyze how they are working through that situation. And it's very much from my perspective and my lens. And I don't know everything that they know. And sometimes that can cloud my judgment as a leader. So it's important to remember there's always more to the story and to try to lean into that. There has been times as a leader where I've really truly had to ask my people to trust me and to say, listen, I know that I can't tell you all the things, but at this point in time, I'm asking you to to trust me. And that sometimes is hard, but really being able to do that. So that's one thing I've learned. The second thing I've learned this year, in a year where I've probably had more uh, kind, thoughtful, positive words and emails and notes, but I've also had more just honest to goodness, mean, hurtful comments, emails, letters as well. And what I'm learning in our role as leaders, whether again, we ladies, particularly you, whether you're a mom or a wife or a colleague or a team leader, or you're in education or healthcare or wherever you are leading, I think that we often take it very personally, some of those mean spirited things. And the thing that I keep coming back to is hurt people always hurt people. So it sort of ties into that first point of there's always more to the story, but I can't name all of the times this year, particularly that people have said or done things that quite honestly are just downright mean or hurtful. And it's really easy to overanalyze and to take that personally, especially if you are a reflective leader or if you are a chronic people pleaser or are the person that wants to make all people happy all of the time. I'm raising my hand here because I'm a thousand percent guilty of that. But knowing that sometimes hurt people hurt people and it really has nothing 
to do with you. And so how we lean into that and the grace and the empathy and the compassion. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries and that you don't take a step back and create those healthy boundaries to protect yourself or to protect the people that you are serving or that you don't stop the situation and say, nope, we're not actually going to do this. Like that is okay to have all of those things in place to be able to say, nope, we're actually not going to have a conversation around this or we're not going to argue about this or whatever it is that you might need to say. Healthy boundaries are okay, but knowing that when people come to hurt or do things that are just unkind, try not to take it personally, particularly particularly if you are in a leadership role. So that's one thing that I'm learning. The next thing that I have learned in this comes from a lot of reading and listening to podcasts on my way to and from school is particularly as the world seems to be full of hurting people to be able to contribute more than we criticize. So as leaders, it's really important. People are watching what you do. They're watching how you interact. They're watching how you show up. They're watching your response to difficult moments and there's been a lot of difficult moments this year but how can you contribute as a leader rather than criticize anybody can complain anybody can point their finger or talk about all the bad things and I have been honestly probably wrapped up in this more this year than I care to admit as a human and as a leader I often get myself kind of wrapped up in this like tizzy of, you know, all worrying about what other people are doing and criticizing rather than just taking the ownership on focusing what we can control and how we can move forward. And what can I contribute to make the situation better? Honoring the pieces that are out of our control and that are, yes, frustrating and maddening and knowing when to speak up, but how can you speak up and how can you contribute to make the situation better to move forward in the name of progress? understanding that the progress might not look like what you want it to look like or the way that you would do that, but just being able to contribute more than criticize. I read this quote, I was scrolling through some of my Instagram things the other day, just reflecting. And one of the things that I came across that I was like, oh my gosh, I need to like plaster this on my window and my mirrors and everywhere that I can see it is you are better than the BS. You are better than the BS rise above. And I thought, oh my goodness, that is so true. Let's be, let's just name it. There's a lot of bullshit going on in the world right now. And as leaders, I know you see it all. You see all of the BS, the big, the little, all of the BS. But we are better than that and we can rise above that. So contribute more than criticize, rise above the BS. The other thing I just want to talk to you about is this has been probably one of the hardest things I've had to embrace in my leadership journey is not having all of the answers. And as leaders, and I talked about this, I think in last the last episode and in some other ones, as leaders, you don't always have to have all of the answers all of the time. In fact, you're not going to have all of the answers. So what do you do when you don't have the answers? Do you lean in? Do you own it? Do you embrace that? Do you just be in the trenches with your people? Do you lean on your team and empower those around you that do have the answers and give other people the beautiful opportunity to lead and to shine and to build capacity? As leaders, we don't always have to have all the answers. And 
it goes right into number five of embracing uncertainty. If there's anything that 2021 has taught me as a human and a leader, it's there are so many things in this world that are so uncertain right now. We are living in a time where, gosh, even the things that seem most solid and the foundations that seem most secure and trustworthy and reliable are crumbling oftentimes beneath us without any forewarning. And that is incredibly hard to live. It's even more challenging to lead during times like this. But I'm learning that part of our leadership journey and one of the things that we can do as leaders is if we can embrace that and lean into that and be open to all of the possibilities and dare I say the beauty that some of the uncertainty can bring you honestly friends we just never know we never know where that tricky uncertain dark windy road is going to lead us and sometimes it just comes down to being brave enough to take the first step and then one more step and then maybe one more step after that even though you can't see the whole path, right? I think there's a quote that talks about take the first step, even if you can't see the whole staircase. And 2021 has been super duper uncertain and frustrating and maddening. And if you are like me and you have some pretty big anxiety, especially around the unknown, this is so hard because one of the things that I uh, pride myself on, but maybe also I'm a little embarrassed to say is I'm a little bit of a control freak. And I think some of you leaders out there, like that's kind of what we do, right? We're organized and we're in control and we know the thing and we're ready for the next thing that's coming. And that's sort of what we do, right? Like we, we can't just fly by the seat of our pants, but 2021 has taught me for sure that there is a boatload of things that are uncertain that we have zero control over and how we show up and we lean into that and open our hearts to the beauty and the wonder of what might be even when we think we have to know all of the answers you know Brene Brown says it best say brave awkward and kind and part of that is taking off all the armor that we put on and knowing all of the answers and knowing all of the things and having everything planned out just so and leaning into the uncertain parts so that's a hard one. That's a really, really hard one. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge us to to lean into that a little bit and just to be open for what's next. So that goes right into being vulnerable. Uh, a friend asked me the other day. We were talking, and vulnerability, vulnerability is. And Brene Brown always does her podcast with that. And I said brave and hard. I added a couple other sentence enhancing words to that, but it's brave and hard. And as leaders, we have to do the brave hard work. And I'm going to challenge us to say that vulnerability is also necessary. If you are not being vulnerable in your leadership journey, you are missing out on connection and relationships and team building and growth and just beautiful opportunities to grow personally and professionally yourself, but also to inspire and empower those people around you. We all have a story. We all have a story and our story matters. 
And your story matters for your leadership journey and it matters for the journey that you are inspiring other people to do as well. So friends, I just want to encourage you to lean into that vulnerability and yes, it's hard and it's brave and it's so, oh, it's so hard, but it's, it's necessary. Finally, the next one is what you look for, you'll see. So we talked a lot about all of the hard and the challenges and the tricky parts and just the mean, bitter, sad stuff that 2021 has brought us. And that is true. And I do think there's value in naming all of that and being in those emotions and not putting on our rose-colored glasses and, and not seeing that. I'm learning to feel all the feels and to be okay with that. That's a hard one. But here's the other piece of that. What we look for, we will see. So if we are looking for the negative and the crappy and the hard and the challenging, that is what we will see over and over again. But if we look for the joy and the happiness and the growth and the beauty in the hard, even, that's what we will see. I'm sitting here again. You know where I'm sitting when I'm recording this at Lake Michigan, watching the waves. And it's it's sort of overcast and it's winter in Michigan and there's no leaves on the trees and it's just kind of yuck and dingy, but I also look for the waves and I see the beauty and the white caps and the strength and I hear the sound of that and it brings calm. And so even in a season that is not my favorite season in Michigan, that could be dingy and dark and depressing, there's beauty and joy and wonder and strength and the calm of the waves of Lake Michigan. And so what we look for, we will see. So wherever you are, even if you're in the heart or you're in the, you're in the, the yuck, I want to challenge us, especially as leaders, to find the good, to point out the good, to find the good in the people that you're serving, to celebrate the good, help them to see it. It doesn't mean, again, that you're not naming the heart or leaning into the all of the feelings, but it's important to notice what we see. So that's the other one. The, the, uh, the fun one that I want to talk about 2021 that I've learned this year, dancing makes everything better. So on days when it's tricky and hard, or you just feel like getting out of bed is exhausting and overwhelming, and you aren't sure what to do next or what the day is going to bring you, I just want to encourage you to get a great playlist, crank up the tunes, and just dance it out. I know that sounds so cheesy and kind of silly, but dance in your living room. Or if you are lucky like me, I get the beautiful opportunity to dance with amazing students every single day when they walk into school. And I know that the kids think that it's for them. Selfishly, it is a thousand percent for me as a leader and as a human. I crank up the tunes and dance even if I don't feel like it because I know during those 10 minutes every single day, seeing the smiles and the laughter and being goofy and silly and having ridiculous dance moves and singing and none of that matters. It's just being in the moment, finding joy and dancing it out. And it's a pretty much an instant mood booster. So if you can do that in your car, in your home, invite someone to join you. I know it seems really really cheesy, but I promise that will definitely help you. And as leaders, I think it's important that we find joy and we have some fun. If we are not having fun and laughing and dancing, 
during all of this, then why are we even doing it? Why are we even doing it? Because life is just too short and too fragile to not slow down and enjoy all of those beautiful moments. So just when in doubt, dance it out. And that goes into number nine, and that is love is always the answer. So this year, it's been tricky with COVID and social justice. And I talked last week, we had some school shootings in Michigan. And as leaders, we're all going through through things professionally, but we all have lives outside of our professional leadership journey as well, because we are humans first. And sometimes personal stuff can lean into professional stuff, or it can be hard to have that separation and not to let the human part of you come through. And when that happens and when it feels overwhelming or when like the heaviness of the world seems to be creeping in, love is always the answer. Love your people. Tell them every day what the people that you are leading, the people that you live with at home, your friends, your family, your acquaintances, um, smile at strangers on the street, send kind notes, whatever you can do. There is no act too small if you can do it with love. And even if you aren't sure what to do or what the next thing is, think about what is something that you could do that would lead with love. And it may not be the best answer or the perfectly right answer, but I know that it will get you to where you need to be. So just remember that love is always the answer. And finally, just want to close with this thought. I spent some time reflecting some things that were important to me and the things that I've learned. I hope you can can do the same thing to you and you can make a list of the things, but it, it leads me to this final thought. We have work to do. We have work to do individually as leaders to reflect on our own journey and how we can be better, how we can show up for our team and our people better, how we can show up for ourselves first and foremost better because if we aren't taking care of ourselves, it doesn't really matter what we do for other people. We're going to burn out and be exhausted. How we can name the hard, how we can come around the conversations that we as a world need to have around some really, really tough issues really tough issues. We have a boatload of work to do and we can't do it if we're isolated and crabby and not taking care of ourselves and not taking care of each other. So when I look back at the list that I made about all of the lessons that I've been blessed to learn this year and all of the hard, there's so much beauty and opportunity for growth. We have work to do as leaders and I'm grateful to be able to do that work with you. I'm grateful to learn alongside of you and to just have honest conversations about how we can be better. Next episode, we're going to talk about some specific action-oriented steps that we can do going into 2022 and to be intentional about what we do and how we do it for ourselves, for the people that we serve, to empower the others so that we can build greater leaders because ultimately the work that we need to do, it cannot be done alone. We need to empower 
just this beautiful army of love warriors around us to lead with heart and intention and vulnerability and beauty. And I'm so grateful to be able to be on that path with each of you. I wish you the most happy and amazing holidays. I pray that it is filled with all of the things that you want. But most of all, I pray that through it all, you know how appreciated you are. You know how very, very immensely loved you are and you know how much you matter. I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful for this journey and I'm looking forward to jumping into 2022 with all of you. Thanks for listening and have a great week.